Well, hey there, eh? Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Keep your puck on the ice. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking, Pete, I feel like I feel like as a true patriotic Canadian that we've just been we've really been hiding our uh, our ethnicity and we've been we've been kind of doing this fake voice for everyone and I don't like it. I I can't carry this facade any longer. I just I, I feel refuse. it's yeah, exactly. I feel like we're pulling the toque over everyone's eyes and that's, no, you know, that, it's ca- causing yeah. a bit of a kerfluffle. Oh boy. So from hmm. now on, eh? Like no. I just, you know, I think the right thing to do is to use our our actual, you know, our actual true god-given voices. So today we're not even going to talk about <laughs> movies, eh? Today it's all about hockey. And um Donuts. Think yeah, and donuts and bagged milk. And uh, ketchup chips. Because you know the most important uh, thing about bagged milk is it comes in a bag, and I think that we can all agree that uh, that's just easy. That's just an easier form of milk dispensary, you know. I re- I refuse to continue this any longer. Wow. <laughs> wow. I I you know <laughs> even though I don't watch hockey to 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 put this into hockey terms. I passed you the puck, and you were mm. off on the sidelines picking your nose. You didn't even. Right. I missed. Didn't I missed the one timer, as they go say. Go for it! Wow. Okay. Well, welcome. I guess. Mm-hmm. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, that dropping of the ball there by my esteemed uh, soon-to-be dropping former colleague. Of the puck. Yeah. yeah. But uh, welcome to the show. Mm. And um, you know, come on in. Take your toque off. Mm-hmm. It's winter time. It's cold. Yeah. yeah. Star you know Wars comes not? out in like a week. Yeah, that's not cold. That's awesome. No, that's hot. Mm-hmm. So hot. Sizzling. Sizzling. So is, so, so is all of our social media. Mm, which you should, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't, like, click the like button, subscribe button, follow us, like actually click it if you haven't. Yeah. And all of that stuff below. down below. Yeah. Um, Patreon, Mm. you've got eight days left, nine, seven, seven days left. From the time of release, you have seven days left. You have until December 22nd to sign up for Patreon if Mm -hmm. you want to win a wicked, uh, one of two wicked awesome prizes. Worth Um, over 20 a piece. Yeah. $20. Chocolate, wine. Wine. Like Lind chocolate, like mm-hmm. dark sea salt Lind chocolate, like not yes. even you know, and milk chocolate for those of you yeah. like me who think that, I, I don't mind dark chocolate. I think sea mm. salt chocolate is weird. I don't. That's you'll, not. You'll come. Like I, I was in that camp, and there will come a day you will appreciate it. Uh, it's okay. not yet well. that day, but it will come. All right, all right. Yeah. So, anyways, all of those links are posted down in the show notes, um, mm-hmm. as well as all of the uh, links to the previous episodes in this mini series that we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we are—we're eight episodes in. This is our eighth episode of this mini series, which is yeah. crazy. Um, it it is crazy because it feels like we just started it. We and just started it, and now it's like December. And and, and and episode nine is a week away. Yeah, yeah. And we won't. Maybe we'll discuss this in the bonus show. But I sent sure. you a, a a clip this morning, sort of a tra- right. new final trailer, which mm-hmm. uh, is kind of it's kind of got a spoiler in it. Um, I would say, yeah. But it's still it's. It's a spoiler that part of me, I don't know, when I saw it, I was kind of half, ooh, I kind of wish I hadn't seen that. Um, but the other half of me was like, oh my goodness, you just you just took my excitement from mm. a 9 and you bumped it up to a 12. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's it's, it's just true Star Wars fashion. So anyways, uh, yeah. yeah in case you haven't picked up on this, we're doing all of the Skywalker Saga episodic films Mm -hmm. uh, in order of release, which means that this week we are on our final film before Mm -hmm. the the Rise of Skywalker, uh, The Last Jedi. Yes. We we were supposed to have a guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had some technical difficulties. 
mm-hmm. um, which stood in the way. But Zach, yeah. we are going to have you on a future episode for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, we apologize, um, Zach. Yeah. So, hi. What do you think about Star Wars: The Last Jedi? You're talking to me, sir. I am. Oh, okay. Um, was that was that like a John Lennon thing? That sounded like John Lennon. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds to me like it about the I, Beatles. To be honest, it was just like a rando accent, so oh, I didn't okay. put too much thought into it. I'm pretty sure that's how John Lennon came up with it as well. <laughs> um. So yeah, what I think about this movie? Yeah, there there are scenes and visuals and themes that I appreciate in it and I some of these things I even enjoy in this chapter I feel though overall that this movie is just way too diluted with a lot of weak content um, a, a very unnecessary side plot story to find someone on a casino planet uh, unnecessary conflict between Poe and Lauren Dern and essentially I guess I feel this chapter doesn't further the story at a like at a ratio that's appropriate to its massively long runtime. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day it's still a Star Wars movie, but it's definitely not the strongest in my opinion. But yeah, but that's your that's your opening argument. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what okay. do you think? Um I don't know. And I mean, these thoughts, it's, I think I want to point out these thoughts are thoughts that I have really only finally formally come up with um, in during this viewing. Like, mm. this is maybe my fourth or fifth time seeing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. All of the times I've kind of had the same the same response as I did the first time I saw it. So when we, I, the first time I went to go see it in the theater, mm-hmm. um, I walked out of the theater with three other friends. Cool. And they said, me being sort of the, um, the star Wars guy, Mm-hmm. Um, they looked at me and they said, "So, what do you like? <laughs> what, what do you think?" What do you think? Um, yeah. And my response, well, for the first time ever during a you know after having just seen a Star Wars film, my response was, "I, I don't know. Ooh. I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I just kind of need to. I need to think. I need to process. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. And so yeah. then." Um, Probably less than a week later, I went to go see it a second time. Oh wow! Um, like two or three days later, I saw it again. Um, and it is the reason you saw it again, like because you weren't sure and you needed, like, is that? Um, that I, I no, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think it helped, but I, sure. I, I wouldn't say exclusively that that's what it was. It was more of um, when you have Star Wars is a thing that. Um, I have introduced a lot of people to Hmm. Um, my sister, certain friends of mine, um, Hmm. my girlfriend. um, And and, and then on top of that, there are um, there are just like close friends who are also into Star Wars. So what happens is, is when you have that many people who want Mm. to see Star Wars with you. Right. It it turns into several viewings. Um, Fair enough. Which I'm sure will happen this, you know, like I, you and I are going to go see it. Um, right. But that may not work out for my sister's schedule. So then my sister sure. and I will go see, you know, so it, it's, yeah. I'll see it at least twice this, right. this holiday season would Fair. be my guess. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I, I viewed it a second time in sure. the theater and I don't know that my opinion was any more decisive like i i mm. i knew i knew everything that was coming so i i like i could i could watch it more um i could analyze it better while i was watching it instead of sure. you know having this like first time experience kind of thing um right. and right. i still didn't know and i still watching it this time i still don't fully know um 
there are some things I there are some things in this movie that are incredible. Hmm. I would say um, Haldo's Laura Dern's character um, mm-hmm. Haldo's mm-hmm. jump to light speed mm. through the fleet, right. uh, yeah. where the audio goes kind of space quiet. Yeah, and you yeah. have this that I I'm going to I'm going to state my ground or stand my ground. <laughs> that is the best shot hmm. from any Star Wars film. It's, that that shot yeah. is breathtaking, yeah. and uh, you know it's incredible. I think I don't know. It I, is. It is listening yeah. to you and then going online and looking. Uh, yep. I'm well aware of what the criticisms are, sure, and I'm well aware, and 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 I'm well aware of what my criticisms have been, um, sure. and a lot of those criticisms have been the same. You know, my my criticisms and other people's criticisms seem to be, you know, we all kind of agree. Hey, you know, what the hell? Um, I think I've I think I've gone back on some of them. Um, I think my criticisms are a little bit different than others, and and I wonder if some of my criticisms that I've held for a long time were a result of me hopping on the internet and seeing what other people were bitching about, and then going, mm. oh yeah, oh yeah, you're totally right. That's awful. Um, right. I tried to uh, I tried to wipe all of that clean going into this viewing. Um, right. And I think the response or the, the results of that were that I ended up with some different findings. Hmm. I, I, I still think it's probably my least favorite Star Wars film. Which, but I mean, some, I, some but I one of those films has to higher. take... Yeah, oh, sure, one of those sure. movies has to take the hit. Like, yeah, um, yeah. but, I, but I, I think now I'm, I would probably rate it higher than I ever used to. That's fair. Right, yeah. like before, I would probably give it like a three or a four. Wow! Like I genuinely, wow. I was like, "This is awful. This is a weird departure from, mm-hmm. you know." Um, yeah. And now, I uh, now I would probably give it like a, um, I don't know, a six point eight or, yeah, maybe even a seven. So know? it's yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, that's fair. You know, so let's talk about the things that people don't like. Sure. Right. So you, you yep. give me give me something give me something about this film that you don't like, and I'll tell you sure. whether I'll, I'll tell you where I stand. I'll tell you if that's still one of my grievances, or sure. if that's never been a grievance, or if that's yep. a grievance that I had and now sure. I'm okay with it, and why. Sure. Sure. Um, so I guess just specifically the entire. And I'm just going to classify it as a side story of uh, Finn and Rose going off to find the code breaker and Moss being too busy to do it and the fact that they need to have a code breaker. And I and like specifically, I remember when I watched this movie in 2017 and even when I watched it the other night, specifically when Finn and um, Rose are on those I'm just going to call them horse-like creatures on that casino planet. Yeah. And they're running around the horse track and then run through all the buildings and are escaping on horseback. I I remember just asking myself, like, what am I watching right now? Like, I I guess my... So I guess just just that's a microcosm of that whole side story. And I wonder, did we really need this side story? And could could they have just not rewrote the story that Finn and Rose break on to the Star Destroyer themselves and just get captured that way? Uh, nothing from that side story seemed to have any any relevance to me. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I used to hate Canto Bite. True. Um, the whole Casino Planet stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are parts of it that are still strange, um, like the little drunk alien that's putting coins into BB-8. Um, <laughs> right. But. I yeah I I don't know I actually don't mind it like to me it was just a uh, it was a part of the galaxy that we'd never seen before it was new okay. interesting fresh you know and I yeah they could have they could have just broken onto the star destroyer and have gotten caught that way um, but sure. I mean you could say that for any plot point um, potentially throughout the Star Wars. 
saga, right? Like yeah. you could, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, you know, the whole thing was, well, they can't just break on because they don't have, like they know they, do, they, they don't have the tools necessary. Mm. They don't have the ability to get on. They right. need someone who can get them past the sensors and get them through the shield and then get them ultimately through the door. But but my my counter counter argument would be fair, but let's just re let's work it in that Moz isn't busy and she shows up and does that and we don't even need this side story at all. Yeah, but my, see, my issue with that is as it is, I think Moz in this film was such a shoehorned in cameo. <laughs> like she was that whole sh- that whole scene is there just. I don't know, right. maybe, like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. Right. First of all, why is she answering the phone? She's in the middle of a firefight. Yeah, I don't get that. Let it go to voicemail. Like, come on. Like, yeah, it just yeah. didn't seem. And then. <laughs> that seemed and, forced. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then watching that scene, I'm thinking, have we, like, we've never seen Maz interact with any of the characters who she's having a conversation with right now. So who mm-hmm. is it that she knows? Does she know? <laughs> That's true, actually. Does she know? <laughs> like, yeah. I guess, I guess Finn is there. Oh, Finn. That's um, true. Finn's the carryover. Yeah, that's but, right. But they're not. Cl- I would, I would, I would maybe call them as like acquaintances at most. At most. Right. Like I, you know, and I, it's possible to conceive that you know there's some sort of pa- like Poe knows who she is and they've got some kind of history. Sure. Like I have no idea. Right. Maybe. But. I no, say. I don't know. I I yeah, yeah I okay. you know, and and don't get me wrong. Like I <laughs> would have as as awful as storytelling as this would be. I would change my tune entirely if they had phoned her just briefly <laughs> again. Like this bullshit. Sure. Where did this come from? Phone call scene. Sure. And she's in the middle of a firefight, and she's like, or or she phones them. And they're and she's in yep. the middle of a firefight. And she's like, "Hey guys, you know, I hope I didn't catch you at an awkward time." Mm. Bang, 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 bang. I just wanted to phone you and tell you how I actually ended up with Luke's lightsaber. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. I'd be like, "Okay, yes, please think, tell me that." Yeah, and that yeah, enough said. That's a fair point. Because right yeah. now, that's the only dialogue that I'm interested in from Maz Kanata. From her, yeah, absolutely. You Everything know? else has just been bantha yeah. fodder. No, I don't know. I, that didn't bother me. I do. I think also people have a big issue with Rose. Um, and, mm, apparently. And f- I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. For me, Rose is uh, like, she's not my favorite character, but I also no. don't like for me, she's just a whatever character. Like it doesn't, sure. you know, I'm, yeah. I don't think she's amazing, but I'm not bothered by her either. Like I just see no. her as, you know, mm-hmm. I just see her as an, another character. I don't of like, course. I, I don't like Finn. No, really, really, and Why I not? and I think, I think it's because, um, and I didn't like him in the Force Awakens either. Like I just don't like him as a character. Hmm, okay, I think that his character is used as a comedy device. Mm. Um, yeah, the a lot majority of, his, of the time. Yeah. yeah, a lot of slapstick stuff, kind of as is. Yeah. kind of occurs at his expense a lot that's true right you know like uh, it's and well and even just the lines like okay so my big mm. issue with the last jedi is the dialogue sure yeah i don't have an issue with any you know people get bent out of shape and they say um well you know luke luke's betrayal in this film isn't consistent with the character of luke i will mm-hmm. argue against that mm-hmm. um people say you know oh well they shouldn't have killed snoke and you know what? At the time, I felt the same. But now mm. that I know that the Emperor's here, and maybe oh. there was a much bigger picture, yes. and we didn't have all of the details, and, sure. you know, it's, 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 now it's, you know, now it's kind of different. Um, you know, people say, oh, well, they shouldn't have made Ray's parents nobody's. Well, I still don't think that they have. Um, we don't know for sure, yeah. And actually, there's a couple of lines in this movie that mm. once again made me think okay no her parents are definitely somebody um because yeah. it, it's just talked about yeah. way too much right ren yeah. says like i you'll join me i've seen who your parents are um yeah. 
And it's like, okay, well, but if they're just nobody, if her parents you, are just yeah. actually nobody, why does everybody care so much? Why, yeah. like within the Star Wars universe, there's such an emphasis put on who is yeah. she, where does she come from? Yeah. You know, the scene where Ray... They're just beating Rey, that dead horse. Yeah, yeah the scene where Ray's be- below the island and it's this weird kind of scene that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the scenes where I'm like, okay, what is, what is going on here? Um mm. And, you know, she's about to see, like, her parent, the silhouettes of her parents are behind this, like, icy glass thing. And then right. the fog clears, and we're going to see her parents, but it turns out just to be a reflection of Ray. And, right. again, it's like, okay, but if they were nobody, mm-hmm. just show us two randos. Yeah. Why? Right. What is this? What is this <laughs> big suspense thing? What is this secretiveness if right. it turns out that her parents are, in fact, nobody? Right. So yep. I still don't think I still don't think she's nobody. Someone on our Facebook, um mm. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I think it was Scott Middleton. Was it? Okay. He yeah. he he presented a theory which I mm-hmm. am I think has become my new truth. It was interesting. So Scott yeah. basically presented the notion yep. what if Ray was trained as a Sith? Right, and has had it, it has lost her memory. Yeah, and that yeah. explains a, a lot. lot. Yeah, it explains her. You know, because it, like it kind of makes sense that if you were this trained Sith, and you'd just forgotten that you were a trained Sith, right? You would be confusingly good. With a lightsaber. Right. You would be confusingly strong with the force. Sure. It would explain the fact that Ray goes from, I don't know, I don't know what I, you know, (laughs) things about the force, to literally, it's not even like she accidentally makes something nudge. She full-on Jedi mind tricks a stormtrooper. Right. That's her first display of force powers. It's her saying, you Mm. know, you will, you will open the you, you know you'll release me and you'll leave the cell door open right yeah um it, it's it's like the born identity theory it makes so much Wars. sense and yeah. it yeah i don't know it's it's just it's so good i i mm. think it's such a good and and yeah, honestly it's pretty cool still doesn't preclude her from being somebody oh for sure right she yeah. could still be Ray Kenobi, mm-hmm. who has oh, yeah. turned, you know, whatever, yeah. which, which again would be in line with something that Sidious would do, mm-hmm. um, as like, you, you know, like, let's keep in mind that hmm. Sidious's motives in the, in the film that's coming aren't just simply, Ooh, I'm the bad guy. Ooh, I'm, you know, whatever. He's like the hatred that he must have for the Skywalkers at this point. <laughs> they ruined everything. Luke turned oh, Vader. Sure. Yeah. Caused the Emperor to lose his his empire. Yep. Right? Like it's it's yeah. so oh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm I can't tell like every day that passes my excitement is like resounding. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's the theory now. My theory is, yeah. um, I'm stealing his theory. My theory yeah. is that, uh, yeah, that Ray was maybe a Sith mm-hmm. that was trained um, yeah. as a Sith and is yeah. maybe somehow lost. And now whether she was, um, I don't think she would have been Snoke's apprentice, but potentially an apprentice of Darth Sidious and something happened. Yeah, it's hard to know, um, but... It is an interesting theory. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, but the dialogue in this movie. I think there's so much dialogue that's just mm. too on the nose. Okay. Like, too... Um, A lot of... Like, there's the times where even... Uh, I, I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but even when Luke, there's some foreshadowing that Luke is, like, oh what do you want me to do bring my laser sword and go on a battlefield and like essentially that is what he does and there's just a few times like this where 
statements are made kind of sarcastically and then that's exactly what ends up uh, like happening in the movie um is yeah, that, or what, what do you kind of mean? I just mean like things that are supposed to be either exposition and or jokes that just seem mm. so like, you know, Star Wars has always had humor in it, but it's okay. always kind of been its own brand of humor with the exception of Jar Jar Binks. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and so, yeah. but lines like, um, lines that people wouldn't actually say. Have been introduced into the the new movies, um, mm. in in comedic ways. Lines that are are funny, but they're not genuine. Um, so things like when when Luke's asking Ray, "Who are you? Who sure. are you?" and mm. she says, "I'm just a I'm you know, I'm just a girl from nowhere." And he says, "Nobody's mm. from nowhere." And she says, "I'm from Jakku." And he goes. Okay, that is pretty much nowhere. Like, <laughs> that's a funny line. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that feels, it just felt weird. It's just a weird line. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, to me, didn't feel like something anyone in the Star Wars universe would actually say. I And I'd even, I, I would extend that not even just dialogue, but just even actions and decisions and kind of what's some, I've got a couple other examples, like, it's almost a little too slapstick and a little too humorous and a little too on the nose. Like Luke literally like chucking the lightsaber behind his shoulder. Like I feel like it was just in reality, like if, if two human beings were interacting, he would literally just hand it back and saying, sorry, I am no longer a Jedi or a Jedi should not exist anymore. And like just certain things that were done for absolutely just comedic audience. Shock value audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or that would have in real life that would have been a conversation. That would there would have been some yes. actual dialogue there. Yes. There would have been Yes. Or even and like when Poe is trolling um General Hux and Which is like, hilarious. Like when that completely funny when, when the movie completely opened funny. and that was mm. the first shot that we got in the th- I'm sitting there in the theater and I'm like, Man, yeah. this is hilarious. Like I, the theater I was agree. in stitches. But then yeah. that scene ended mm-hmm. and I thought to myself it makes no sense. That didn't feel no. like a Star Wars thing. That didn't feel it, it like didn't. that was a little it, too, you yeah. know. And and, 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 and and it makes no sense because General Hux literally just finished his breath saying "destroy everything," and then one little soul X-wing goes in front of the Star Destroyer, and still and they grant it the time to say, "Oh, let's communicate with it." Like why, like they would just be shooting that thing out of the sky so fast? Yeah. Well, and and yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Poe does a similar thing at the beginning of The Force mm. Awakens, right? When he's captured by oh, Kylo Ren yeah, and he goes, right. you know, and the, it just like the, the music stops and it's just the two yeah. of them from a profile shot. And he goes, yeah. so who talks, who, who talks yeah. first? You talk first? Yeah. I talk first? Yeah. And, and, then, yeah. and then Kylo says something. And again, it's really funny. And then Kylo For says sure. something like, you know, oh, where's the droid? So, you know, and, and Poe's response is, I'm having a really hard time understanding you with this like apparatus thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's yeah. it's hilarious, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't feel like it fits, right? Right. Um, yeah. This weird. The one thing in this film that I you you cannot defend is mm-hmm. the scene where Luke milks this like oh gross, yeah, and then just like pours um, half of it on his beard. Pour, well, and you know, like it'd be one thing. It was it. I don't have a problem with Luke milking these creatures and, and that this sure. is where he's getting his, but just the composition of this shot and the mm-hmm. fact that, yeah, he's, he slops it back like some hillbilly and then <laughs> looks at Ray and kind of does this, like, you know, kind of does this, like this, the, mm-hmm. the same face you make when, when a redneck drinks some moonshine and kind of goes, like, yeah. oh yeah, that'll put the lead in your pencil. Like this, sure. this like really, <laughs> what the hell just happened yeah. kind of, you know mm-hmm. like and yeah. but then they followed up by an amazing shot like the next shot is luke pole vaulting over this thing and like fishing mm, and yeah. you're like okay this is cool like i you know mm-hmm. i see that this is this is mm-hmm. like he's figured out life on this island but yeah i don't know man there's yeah. there's some some very weird yeah weird stuff and and the carbon copying of the original trilogy continues i mean 
the the film the second film of this trilogy opens up with like an evacuation of the rebels from their base and the the protagonists coming and attacking them and trying to blockade them and there was there's a few hints of uh some uh some some carryover from the original trilogy maybe i'm looking for it yeah maybe i mean i i do see that similarity but to me mm-hmm. you know um to me, I enjoyed the fact that I, I think to myself, this is a demonstration of how tiresome, how mm. old this whole battle has <laughs> be- become. <laughs> that it's always right. just, and, and, and uh, um, Del Toro's character says this to, mm. to Finn at one point, after he's betrayed them, right. um, he says right. to them, uh, uh, you know, he says, he says, you know, Finn, Finn's like, oh, you know, they're going to kill all our people. And, and Del Toro says, they'll blow you up today. You'll blow them up tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. life goes on type of thing. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. and that's just it is that, you know, it, it's, it's constantly just the we're chasing you, you're chasing mm-hmm. us. And, and, and I like that because that's to me, you know, that was that Star Wars, the fact that that that's post um that's post order 66 post battle of mm-hmm. yavin mm-hmm. um star wars is right. that you have this this just constant cat and mouse thing between these two sides and mm-hmm. the galaxy because of it the galaxy can't actually prosper it can't actually grow and move forward and and do anything because it's this constant mm-hmm. like dark oppression and yeah. and you know the, the light meeting the dark or the dark meeting the light yeah so. which for thousands of years for a thousand mm-hmm. years we didn't have because the sith were oppressed and yeah. and the republic grew and it flourished and it was this be- sure. you know um but that's that's just not the case it's been i don't know it's been like 45 years 40 years since since order mm-hmm. 66 um yeah. no no, we no. Sixty five yeah. years? Probably sixty. Sixty sixty years since order sixty six, right? Yeah. Um and um and yeah, and stuff still just sucks. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, which yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see just how much is Sidious involved. Like how right. like what kind yeah. of strings has he been pulling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No. I, uh, my curiosity is uh, is on high alert here. Yeah. Can I can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you a couple things I did like about this movie. Is that is that okay? Can yeah. We, can we? Oh yeah. Uh, I'll defend it. And so this is one of my top scenes of the movie. And for some reason, even one of my top scenes of the entire Skywalker saga. And it this is just a subjective thing. Like it's just a me thing. I'm not saying it's. Should be viewed the same for everyone who's watching it, but the the throne room scene with uh, Snoke's throne room, I absolutely love it. Okay. Oh yeah. I just love it visually from like the contrasting, you know, the vibrant red backdrop and the dark f- gray floor in the entrance. I love it from an action point of view, like the slow motion shot sequences, Snoke's guards, like in action. There's no cuts. There's no shaky cam. Like it's a it's a great action scene. Obviously, the soundtrack John Williams has added again. Yeah, some of the and some even, of the choreo- some of the choreography is a little like the, there's videos you can watch where there are there are royal guards that are falling that haven't been hit. Like it's uh, it's kind of like if you slow it down and okay. you really analyze what's happening, but in okay. in the chaos of it all, no, it's just absolute. Sure. It, it's it is fight scene yeah. pornography for sure. Not even, and not even just that, but from a story perspective, because the and for the record, I've only, this is only the second time I've seen this movie, just because I don't really particularly enjoy it. But from when I watched it this week and the, the original original time I'm watching it, myself and probably others are thinking and wondering what what are Ben or uh, what are Kylo Ren's motivations here like is he just power grasping to kill Snoke or has he turned is he wanting to pair up with uh, with Rey and it's just it's this fundamental wondering of what why is he doing this and just also seeing the abilities of both Kylo and Rey 
working in tandem. Oh, I think yeah. just all these like things, these fixtures working together. I, I absolutely love this scene. And um, I think this yeah. scene gives us one of the best acting moments from any of the Star Wars movies um, mm. in Daisy oh, so. in, in Daisy Ridley. Oh, so after, okay. af, after the fight is over, sure. And Ray says, "Come on, there's you know there's still time. We can save the fleet." Yep. Um, under the assumption Ben is Ben's on my side now, right? Yeah. And Ben is not on her side. He mm-hmm. has seen, you know, maybe he was for a brief moment. Maybe that was his motivation. Um, but then, you know, the prospect of my boss is now gone. I can be the boss. I can rule mm-hmm. things. I am the new supreme leader. Um, yeah. And he expresses that to Ray. He says, you know, join mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the the Empire, the First Order, the Republic, the Rebellion, the Resistance, let it all die. Yes. Right? Yeah. And and stand with me and we will, you know, we'll rule the galaxy our way. We'll make things the way we want it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Ray, and Ray looks at it. It cuts. It's, it's this beautiful shot hmm. where it cuts to Ray with, with, like, not crying, but teary eyes. Hmm. And she just says, Ben, please don't do this. Hmm. Yeah. And and that hmm. line, that one line just expresses, it's just so well delivered. This, hmm. please don't do this, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. don't go down this, you know, uh, hmm. to, to, to quote Padme, yeah. don't go down a road which I cannot follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a don't, it's a great. Don't scene. lose yourself here, mm-hmm. please. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the biggest uproar in the theater, the biggest positive uproar in the theater for this film, okay. right. clapping like huge, massive applause. Hmm. Luke's about to burn down the tree, sure. and the camera pans oh, yes. to the left, and mm-hmm. you see the. the from behind, you see the figure of some very recognizable ears. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. The fact that Yoda showed up, yes, was so yeah, unexpected, so wonderful, yes. and the fact that not that I have any issue with CGI Yoda, I don't have sure. any issue with CGI Yoda. No, no. But no. the fact that this scene featured puppet Yoda. Yes, just yes. felt consistent with the Yoda that Luke has interacted with. Right, that's true. The Yoda that yeah. he knows. It yep, would this scene, this scene would have felt really jarring, I think, if Yoda had been CGI. It it could have. I think it would have felt weird. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, Puppet that scene Yoda is magic. Oh. And and magic. And they even give Yoda a like. I don't know how I feel about the. Um, you know, Luke says, but Master Yoda, the ancient Jedi texts. And Yoda says, um, read them, did you? Page turners, they were not. <laughs> yeah. Again, hilarious. Yeah. I just don't know if that's like, that's a joke mm. that we've never, like, have we ever seen Yoda crack a joke like that before? <laughs> not really. We've seen him play the crazy, you know. Yeah. Crazy um, Dagobah creature mm-hmm. to kind of test Luke. Um, right. But we've never seen him just full on crack a joke. No. Uh, and so that felt strange. But everything else, like him hitting him hitting Luke mm-hmm. with the cane. Yes. And um saying, Oh, Skywalker, I've missed you. And like it's it's just it was so heartwarming. Hmm. It was so wonderful. It was. Yeah. yeah. It ignited the theater. Yeah. And and wonderful that like Luke in his old age is still learning. True, yeah, right. And yeah. and and I yep. can't remember exactly what the line is. Um, but Luke says, uh, "So it is time for the Jedi to end." And Yoda says, "Time it is," and then pauses, and says something to the effect of, "Time it is for you to stop," you know. 
being an idiot essentially is, is you know he right. says it in more of a yoda way yeah. um yep but basically like no it's not time for the jedi the jedi are all that's good mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. jedi are are the jedi will go on as long as the sith are there the jedi will go on he basically you know snuffs out this idea of you know of the jedi being something that needs to end um Hmm. and in a very yoda way yeah it just says no like it it must we we lost ben but we mustn't lose ray and and you know i was just so and ultimately this is the scene that changes luke's mind oh absolutely right and causes him to go and Mm -hmm. and yeah so that scene was beautifully done yeah um I loved all the, um, especially the earlier ones, but all of the Kylo Ren, Ray, Force interacting. Those scenes. are so cool, so cool. Those from, are really from good a scenes. Star Wars perspective, it's cool, and just from a filmmaking perspective, it's cool. Like just the cuts they used, and that they drop all the sound except for the voices yep. to isolate them. Like I, I love everything about them. Yeah, it's so well done. And, and, and those scenes were sh- were were shrouded in so much mystery because even Ray or even Kylo says, "You can't be doing this. This would the effort would kill you. Like, right. how, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. I'm not connecting yeah. to you. You're not connecting to me. What is happening? What is causing us? Right. To, you know. And then we find out that um, Snoke was. Uh, connecting their yeah. antennas so to speak yeah. yeah what do you think about the fact that luke is dead or that they killed luke um i guess so you're asking me like how i feel emotionally sure emotionally from a story standpoint from a filmmaking standpoint was it the right thing to do yeah um i mean i don't know i i guess uh from a story perspective i think they are trying to move on from like hand luke leia the original characters so i guess at some point they had to transition and um maybe this is the, the most natural way to transition but i mean um, he's back he's back in the new one yeah is a is a force ghost or is we, a, we don't know we haven't seen we any none of the posters yeah. or anything have um okay have shown an image of him yeah um yeah i don't know i mean there was something majestic about his his uh, sacrifice or the, his uh, helping the group at the end at their final stand. Um, I guess, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of on the fence with it. I, I wasn't emotionally distraught. I wasn't saying uh, this was the right thing to do. I'm just kind of, uh, I, I, I was okay with where it was. Okay. I'm okay with it. I yeah. think I'm, I think I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. I was... Uh, it caught me off guard. It surprised me that, when he died. That is true. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't. I don't think that was part of what had me confused coming out of the theater. I think I was more surprised and more shocked with the Han Solo death than the Luke death. Sure. Um. Sure. Yeah. No. For sure. Just because. I guess when, once Han Solo was killed, then we realized, okay, these guys aren't untouchable anymore. Right. And and unlike in the original trilogy, I think anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I can see that. I stand by that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, not to try and jump back and forth. I One thing I have to say, if we're, if we're doing this episode, I just have to say a flaw that I find is just the unnecessary and infuriating battle of wills between Poe and uh, Laura Dern and how unnecessary it was a little communication could have gone a long way could have prevented a mutiny and just a lot of unnecessary screen angst between them so I, I disagree 100% and I've, I disagree cool. with like this is something that people talk about often very much so um, I just what um, a stupid character she is why wouldn't she tell him the plan Sure. Um, but so you think, so you're in that camp, eh? You said she should have just said, hey, look, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I disagree. I mean, I mean, so why would you disagree? Um, I think you tell pretty much everyone except Poe at this point because, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I mean, the film starts out and Poe mm-hmm. disobeys an order, mm-hmm. destroying half a dozen ships. Yep. If not more, probably a dozen ships, killing several of their comrades. Several, like a bunch of yeah. people have died. Fair. Um, and as a result, as a result of like what is essentially a war crime, disobeying right. an order and causing the death of dozens, right? And Dan and all the ships and everything else, Leia sure. demotes him. Leia slaps him yes. across the face. General her last, Leia. Her last order was that. Yeah, that you are yep. no longer you no longer hold rank. Sure. Um, because you are impulsive, because you can't listen. Mm, you don't because, follow the chain of and, command. And because you being a part of, you know, you being a part of the decision-making process mm-hmm. is dangerous. Yeah. And that is, so when Haldo, who is instantly thrust into an almost impossible situation. Sure. Hey, you're in charge now. We're pretty much screwed. What do we do? <laughs> um, makes a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, which turns out to be the right decision, you know, that we're, that it's the same decision that Leia would have made. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to dispatch the transports to this base. Mm-hmm. Um, and respects not only the wishes of Leia in not mm-hmm. telling Poe, uh, sure. but just does what, you know, I can't say as I would do any different. Like I would, you know, she's a, she's feeling like, okay, the census is the consensus is we can't trust this guy. Mm-hmm. Right. He's a fly. He's a trigger happy fly boy. Yeah. So he's sure. going to somehow, if I tell him this plan, he will somehow cause it to not. Yeah. Ha- yeah he'll, he'll somehow yeah. interfere with it happening. And B, she probably just doesn't like the, everyone just doesn't really want anything to do. Anyone who's anybody <laughs> sees what Poe did as reckless and right. dangerous and despicable. Right. Sure. Right. Sure. They achieved their goal, but at what cost? Right. What cost. So no, I get it. I get her not telling him. I, I think okay. not telling him makes sense. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to actually agree and disagree with you. I'm actually, you've convinced me that that was the right tactical move if these people were real and so i will acknowledge that where i think is it's a flaw is that the movie spent so much screen time on it for such an unnecessary thing because i couldn't emotional as as real as poe poe's worry was that hey we got to do something or else we're going to be screwed and as much as her saying i'm not telling poe a dang thing because he'll ruin it as a film viewer i wasn't emotionally invested especially when i found out that there really was no contract like there was a plan the whole time and it was just poe didn't know it that's right. that's the argument i will hold to but i will acknowledge you're you're right she probably did the right thing okay what i will say though is please, then please do what I, so two two further things then that i have a problem with one then the whole scene where leia and um dern are talking about how much of a rambunctious re- rebel jackass poe is and then they just finish off with yeah but i love him though i love him so much and i also then i'm bothered like in an, in a galaxy where the cg or the computers and the ai have such ability and independence and autonomy how the heck could you not just get a droid to do what laura dern did like why do you need a human being to stay on the ship to finish off the job when they when she basically sacrifices herself that i guess i just don't understand yeah I, there's I, probably I, like six dozen droids that could have done what she did but were there i mean the only droid that we see on that ship at any point is 3po so bad so long 3po it's good knowing you i don't know would you you would have been more angry as a fan had they done that oh uh, so i guess this is where it is as a human being in that circumstance i'm totally throwing the droid on the ship as a fan, probably they did the right thing because I I value C three PO over her. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Totally. Yeah. No, I I you know. I agree. 
but it's you know ultimately like she sacrifices herself right and she and right. Leia makes Ma- Leia makes a light or makes a light makes a comment <laughs> about yeah, her saying um, she was more concerned with protecting the light than being mm. seen as a hero hmm fair yeah yeah right and I think that that you know again that just talks about she wasn't she was more concerned with making this plan work mm. than Good. she was about, you know, publicizing, hey, this is the great plan that I have and this is what we're doing. And Right. Yep. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. There's, that's fair. There's something commendable about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? What else? There's a there was a bunch of things Luke's whole scene mm-hmm. where they black like that the whole fight actually on that salt planet thing with the mm. red that was really yep. cool that was very cool yeah Vis- visually stunning mm-hmm. another throwback to Empire where the protagonists send walkers to the rebel base but I'll let that go because yeah. it was cool kind of a weird plot point when. Like Finn's gonna kill himself. Mm-hmm. And just seemed really not necessary. N- yeah, not particularly. And yeah, I, I don't really think. Yeah, well, that whole segment, I'm just not really a fan of. Yeah, that. like I, um, I didn't really understand what was going on there, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, essentially, yeah, he wanted to blow up that battering ram, I guess. I guess, and but again, would that know, have really like, destroyed seemed, it? No, and I, I don't think so. And again, it just seemed like there were other so ways either. to do that. Like, Maybe. it didn't feel like your classic martyr scene. It felt more like a suicide. Like, it felt it, more just like. Unfortunately, yeah, because I don't think it actually would have accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. And his dialogue, his dialogue just seemed very, I, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. Um, surely you have trivia. Sh- I do, and stop calling me Shirley. Wow. You know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Airplane, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, Leslie yeah. Nielsen's incredible. Um, Fair, yeah, okay, I'm but glad I, yeah, I've we're never on the same it. page. I've never seen okay. I knew my first exposure to him, there was a cartoon that I never watched called oh. um, Katie and Orby. Um, yes. And he yes. narrated the show. I didn't realize that till I was much older than when I watched it. Yeah. I never, I yeah. never really, it wasn't a show. It wasn't one of the shows I would watch. Um, mm. But I did. Yeah. Saw, saw bits and pieces and, and I mean, it's an iconic voice. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've got a few little brain rattlers here for you. The first, in this installment, who is responsible for the tagline, I have a bad feeling about this? <laughs> so this is this is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 90%, I feel like 90% of the people who you ask wouldn't be able to answer this. Right, yeah. This is, this is a deeper Star Wars knowledge kind of thing. Um, sure. I have a bad feeling about this. this. Is actually the very first line of this film, right? Um, and it's spoken by BB-8. Yep. As they are yep. flying to, as as Poe is flying to do his whole "I'll hold" sequence. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. And yeah, BB-8 makes a couple of whistles, and mm. Poe uh, po says, "Positive thoughts, BB-8." And Leia says, "For the record, I'm with the droid on this one." <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, good job. You got one out of one. Uh, the second one, and I'm always struggling because I want to make them interesting to the common viewer, but I'm also trying to find something that might stump you. So I'm trying to, you know, walk that line. How many characters have we seen use the turrets in the Millennium Falcon? Ooh. Okay. Wow. Okay, so mm-hmm. Luke and Han. Correct. So those are um, two of the first ones in uh, A New Hope. Yeah. 
Um, Woody Harrelson's character in Solo uses them. Mm, yep. Um, Finn uses them. Yep. In Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, does we never see Lando use one? Hmm. I don't think. No. I think that's it. I think one, two, three, four. So it's four in the Skywalker saga, five if you include Woody Harrelson. Okay, so who am I missing from the Skywalker saga? So Ray used them in this movie. Oh, she totally does. Yeah, okay. Finn, and then you were right, Finn in The Force Awakens, and then Han. Luke and Han. Luke. And, and, and then the fifth, um, yeah, Woody Harrelson in, in a solo story. Luke and Han in A New Hope. So yeah, I'll give you okay. f- I'll give you eighty percent of a point for that. Four okay, fifths. I, that's weird, but all right. <laughs> okay, true or false? Uh, this is the first live action movie. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not going to ask that one. It's a little, little too. Um, I'm gonna. This is a true or false. Still, Nicolas Cage turned down the role that eventually went to the DJ or the code breaker, uh, Benicio del Toro. Sorry, that's a true or false? Yes, yeah. Did Nick Cage turn down that role? False. Correct. But do you know who did? Joaquin Phoenix. Really? Yeah, according to my sources, Joaquin Phoenix turned that role down. What? That, that would have been you, interesting. Like, I was yeah, like I'm trying to picture it. I think it would have I think he'd have the right grit for it. I think he could pull it off. He's, he's a very appealing, like the portrayal of this character with the stutter that he has. I really like the character. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think this will be the last question. It's a true or false question again. This is the first live action movie in, the, or the first live action in the Skywalker saga trilogy. So in the eight movies that we've seen, this being the eighth is it true or false that this is this is the first one to not close out with a Skywalker family in a closing shot? Ooh. Um, so A New Hope closes with them in the throne room. Mm-hmm. Empire closes with Luke's arm over Leia looking out over Lando leaving mm-hmm. with the Falcon. Yep. Um, Return of the Jedi ends with them around the fire on Endor. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace ends with them at Qui Gon Jinn's funeral. Uh, no, actually, they're at the Naboo celebration. Oh, right, right, but, right. But same but it's still, they're, yeah, it's still, it's still them. Little yeah. Anakin with a new haircut. Um, yeah. and the rat tail. Uh, um, Attack of the Clones ends with Anakin and Padme's wedding. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith Which, ends actually, with. And sorry, can I actually just since you mentioned the wedding, why why does Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith ask if Padme or if Anakin's the father to Padme's children? Like, if he knows that they were courting and got married, he didn't. But he knows they were courting. He knew that Anakin liked Padme. He doesn't know that they're married. I guess. But he but if you're aware that they're courting anyway, yeah. Uh but yeah. Right? Sorry. Had, had they found had anyone found out, Anakin would have been expelled from the Jedi Order. Okay. Fair. But yeah. Attack uh, of the Clones um, ends in their wedding. Yeah. Uh Revenge of the Sith ends with Luke being held by Owen and Beru. Hmm. Force Awakens ends with a shot of Leia? Or is it Luke in um, uh, Ray? Oh, right, right, right. On the oh, island. No, it's so stupid. Of course it is. That's like, yeah. the, it was the biggest cliffhanger. So, yes, this is the first <laughs> time it ends. It ends yeah. on that kid, right? Yep. The Force yep. sensitive kid. So, yeah. Uh, Who, by the yeah, way, you all you it. conspirators, that's, he's mm-hmm. a no, that kid's not anybody. That's oh, not that like, kid oh, is my so God, nobody. 
Yeah, it's no. that's just no. that's that the whole point of that shot is the force will live on. Yes. Absolutely. Like that kid is so nobody it's not even funny. Yeah. Uh yeah, you did pretty well. So I'm going to say you got 1 2 2 correct. You walked through the one about all of them ending and you got 80% on the turret one. So I don't even know how to do that math. I'll give you 3.8 out of 4. So that's pretty good. Okay. Sweet. Good job. What did you watch this week? Well, actually, no. To hell with that. We need to rate this bad boy. What did you... Yeah. So I'm going to say... Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 7, which is cool. high for a it movie. Um, mm-hmm. But it's low compared to my other Star Wars. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I get you. I hear you. Um, I gave it a five and a half out of ten. Um, okay. And, and again, like I think you're in the same camp. It's a Star Wars movie, so I will watch it again. And there and has again, to be and again. Oh, yeah. And there has to be a worse Star Wars movie. Like there just has to be one that draws the short straw. Yep. I think this is it for me. But it draws yeah. a pretty short straw. But <laughs> but it's still a straw. Sure. It still yeah. sucks. Yeah. It still has a seat at that table. Oh, come on. I made a... Whatever. Uh, What'd you watch this week? Uh, So, I watched um, My Favorite Martian. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Before you say how you felt... Sure. Let me reiterate the fact that I said I probably had rose-petaled glasses on, rose-colored glasses. It's a childhood nostalgic film for me. Sure. Okay, go. Okay. Um, I gave it a zero out of ten. Wow. No, actually, I'm totally just trolling you. I just wanted to get your hopes down. Um, Believe it or not, and I I went into this movie, like, with the awareness of, like, okay, this is a bit of a, you know, like a juvenile kind of silly movie. I gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Um, Now, I don't know if that's the power of, like, a movie set in the 1990s or the power of Christopher Lloyd or the power of Jeff Daniels. Like, there was a lot to like in this movie. And, I mean... I think you you have to go in with the right mindset so it is it is what it is like it's just a fun silly movie but for what it was yeah like I I enjoyed spending the time that I watched it and like I yeah I, I enjoyed it it's a fun movie and I, I think it boils down to like those two main actors are fantastic I'm so pleasantly thrilled with this yeah. answer yeah no absolutely like this is a recommendation that held up and um, if like two or three years from now I would I would watch this again. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What else did you watch? I didn't watch a whole lot. I um I was having a conversation with someone before we started recording. Uh the, just the life of just busyness around, you know, whether it be you're in school and there's exams or work and, you know, holiday season. Uh, my life right now sometimes like I will just watch like t- snippets of movie that are on movies that are on TV and sure. I'll just watch like a half hour of movie and, and then go to bed. So I, I, I watched like half hour of The Holiday and half hour of Gone with the Wind this past week. And it reminded me how cool you, those movies are. You are a for, monster. For very different reasons. For very different reasons, they're cool movies. I could never half hour. and Okay, whatever. You're a monster, <laughs> but continue. It's, it's hard, especially with Gone with the Wind. It's like seven hours long. So it's, you know, to actually sit down and watch the whole thing would be, a, would be an undertaking. And The Holiday, I, I think I need to sit down and watch from cover to cover, though. So okay. Uh, so what did which, you watch? Which of those are you recommending, or am I recommendation free because you didn't? Oh, dude, I totally forgot my recommendation to you that uh, I actually did watch a different movie this week. Oh, uh, so it's a movie from 1991. I want so like you recommended a 90s movie to me. I want you to watch a 90s movie to you. It's just kind of a silly. I I think it's a, even a cult classic. I don't know, maybe not. Um, some online internet personalities that I know were live tweeting about it. So I was like, hey, maybe I should check it out. Uh, I want you to watch City Slickers. Okay. I've never heard of okay. it. Yeah. It, it has Billy Crystal. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. So it has him. Um, just watch it. It's, you know, watch it with the same lens that I watched My Favorite Martian. Like it's not, you know, and it, it's not an amazing movie. It's just kind of fun and silly and set in the 90s. Okay. Um, there, there's like one theme in it that you can glean, but uh, you uh, you might not be interested in it. You might. We'll see. All right. I, I want you to pay attention to for two actors in that movie, and if you can pick which two actors it is that I want you to pick out. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So City Slickers. All right. What'd you watch? So yeah, this week I watched uh, The Shining, mm. as recommended by you. Right. Um, what you think? I kind of don't want to say anything. I kind of want to <laughs> review it in an episode. Like oh, I feel, really? I feel like it deserves an episode. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to say. I don't know what to say that's not going to... I liked it. Okay. I liked wow. it. I, I'm, so, I'm, ple- I'm excited because, one, you want to delve into it more, and B, that you like you enjoyed it. So, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it was... I liked it. Can can you without like I know you don't want to get into it too much can you tell like can you give a guess which scene I found the most uncomfortable um and it's like a needle in a haystack so I I get it if you don't yeah it's tough I mean there's so many there's so many disturbing scenes um my guess is that you and I think this is probably a wrong guess but this is a total stab in the dark too sure my guess is the shower scene with um like which like the one where he's coming like with an yeah, axe yeah, yeah, on the yeah, door. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not that. Okay. It's a different shower scene <clears throat> with the woman and Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well let's You let's, know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, we'll leave it yeah. at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what else did you watch? Uh I watched and the movie I'm recommending to you. Um, I, this is like one of the favorite times of my week because I <laughs> always get to try something new. Uh, and because I'm not a insensitive jerk, I'm going to recommend a Christmas movie to you because it's <laughs> the Christmas season. I Jeez, haven't started man. watching Christmas movies yet. When well, it happens, well, this is it's about to it's about to happen. Um, All right, here we go. Let's I'm recommending it. a movie to you called Merry Friggin' Christmas. Huh. Yeah, it's one of Robin Williams' last films. It's oh. not a big like I think it was maybe a direct to TV. I don't think it was ever in the theaters. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Merry Friggin' Christmas about sort of an estranged father son relationship that oh wow needs to suck it up and get along with each other over Christmas. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So that's cool. my recommendation. Nice. Uh, did you watch anything else this week? No, no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. No, cool. it was. Uh, I wrote exams this week, so mm, yeah. Watching those three films, watching, watching, Shining, Merry Friggin' yep. Christmas, and um, the Last Jedi. For sure. Yeah. Kind of choose every all time. Of my life. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, um, I've got a shout out in mind. Okay. Do you have uh, anyone no, you want to no, shout out? No, man, go for it. Let's give Scott Middleton a shout out because we kind of did a impromptu one in the middle of the episode, but um, yeah, those, yeah, that was a legit theory you dropped on us, and uh, thanks for listening. You're the man, Scott. Yeah, you're you're you are the man. I'm not sure what that even means. It means with that tone and Scott, that inflection, and Scott knows what it means. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> You know, right, Scott? Yeah, he knows what's up. Okay, bye. All right, bye.